is my jam right now. Wow, I sound really good. I mean, I don't even know what channel I'm on. Fucking, this is. I think I sound quite exemplary as well. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, I feel like I sound quite exemplary as well. You're not channel one. Say it again. I feel like I sound quite exemplary as well. All right, process of elimination. You're channel three. I'm channel two. Nailed it. Channel me, channel you. Okay, now you've, you've rhymed two in a row. Give me 14 more bars, son. I can't. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just 14 rest bars. <laughs> <laughs> 14 bars of Rick Rossing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or just uh, Tim the Toolman tailoring. Sounds like a dog. Admittedly, if I could get away with doing the whole like that. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Especially like if you know XYZ engine, you go. You would immediately leapfrog Mark and I as the most annoying people that we all hang out with. <laughs> Correct. It's my jam right now, by the way. Does it do anything ever, or does it just slowly exhale musically? Wow, that's exactly what this is, isn't it? It's coming. Then all of a sudden it's just like just gets all ragtimey. Even better, it's ruined by. Oh, at least it's not like some whiny like preteen screamo crap that you used to listen to. Yeah, I used to listen to. <laughs> that I used to let you show me that you're listening to. Dude, I found this really great band. Yeah, picture a younger share, but way sadder. And yeah. louder. Your Same first amount question of should always be, would it fit in at Hot Topic? Yeah. <laughs> if the answer is yes. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Episode 140. Getting there, boys. It is the 10th day of Christmas. Or the 3rd. That's right. We're going to shut her down. 150. All been warned. That's right. So, the seven of you guys that are still hanging around... Get him in! Shutting her down. <laughs> Shutting her down. Um, it's a little spicy in here tonight. A little spicy. A little spicy. The rabiata. If this, if this building were a spaghetti sauce, it would be Diavolo. I uh, participated in the Reddit gift exchange for board games. Oh, okay. It's pretty fun. That's all I've got to say about it. It's pretty fun. Oh, so you didn't give anybody anything or get anything? Yeah, the store sent a whole pile of shit to uh, a fine lady named Tamara out of Regina, Saskatchewan. And <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I almost made it out of my ears without me laughing. Uh, but. Fantastic. And uh, we got sent zombie dice. It looks pretty cool. It's like a... It'd be cool if they were made from real brains. It's like a 10-minute game. Uh, like, played really, really quickly. It looks pretty cool. Oh. And uh, did a little giveaway on Facebook for it, so that was fun. That's neat. Um, okay, so we're doing this thing where... What? We, like, discuss the overarching themes of the Benchcast. Pretty much, yeah. Just a good, a good death row. Getting back to our roots of all the... 
what we thought was very philosophical crap that we used to riff on. Yes. Because it all kind of kicked off with a matrix discussion over chicken wings. And then it was like, yeah, let's see if we can squeeze 12 topics out of that. <laughs> well, here's number three. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I initially wanted to talk to you or to like start off by saying... What can you do with a day off? Okay. And the reason I wanted to bring that up was because I have a day off tomorrow. Oh, I'll tell you what I did with my day off today. All right. What did you do? I went to the Linden Park Mall, Mm -hmm. and I bore witness to multiple crimes against elastic waistbands. (laughs) Multiple. Um, I've never felt slimmer in my life. I was... I don't know. Like, you know how... It's rare for me to take an actual day off where I don't do any work. And so I wanted to do something that was, like, meaningful with the day off. Mm, There's your first mistake. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll just do nothing and play video games. But you know how when you do nothing... It's if you do nothing on purpose, it's kind of okay. Yeah. But you can only do nothing on purpose for so long before you're like, ah, I'm fucking the worst. The the problem is, okay, so when's your day off tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so it's midweek, which is tricky. I might have Friday too. Oh fuck. It's so far on maybe. So so that's the thing. I damn it, I wish I had prepped this. I, I always joke around at work where it was like what to do with varying amounts of time off. Because it's yeah. like if you only have a day off um, unless it's like, you know, I took a day off because I had to go to like the dentist or something like that where it's like predetermined a thing you have to do. Yeah. Then you, you can't touch it. a day off. It's like I might as well just play the division and mop the upstairs. But it's, it's <laughs> one of those things where if you do nothing, it'll feel awesome while it's happening. But then once it's over, it's like, man, I wasted that day off. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, if if you're feeling burnt out, even when you do weekend stuff, you need to have a day that's just dedicated to doing jack shit. So then that way, when weekend stuff comes and your weekend gets a little busier than you intended for it to be, you're starting from a four instead of a six. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you had that day of nothingness. Now, here's what I always do or what I always did when I'd have a day off and my wife was working and I didn't have a kid and two dogs. So now people decide stuff for me. But back when I still <laughs> had a say in how my day went, um, I'd get up at the same time. As if I was going to work, because that would just happen naturally. There's no sleeping in, because you got the routine going. Make a pot of coffee. Dick around and just, you know, check your phone or whatever your morning routine is. Have a cup of coffee. And then go play a game. And then as soon as you feel like you're, it's kind of like you look up from the screen for, like, too long. Turn it off, or at least pause the game or whatever, and go get something extra done. Like, go, I always mop the kitchen floor. Yeah. And then, um... Go back downstairs, play some more games, and again, you're going to feel that, like, look around time. I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. And then you go upstairs, and then you clean out the fridge, like, full on. Take all the jars out, wipe down the, the shelves and everything like that. And then, while you're putting it back in, you'll find something you want to eat. So you get yourself something to eat, go back downstairs, play a couple more games. Dude, I would have the whole house cleaned, like, swept, mopped, toilet scrubbed, tub cleaned, and then it wouldn't even be noon yet. But by doing it in that, with that methodology, in chunks, I never felt like I pissed my day away just playing five hours in a row of the division. 
and I never felt like I didn't get time off because like I spent six hours doing XYZ. Yeah. It was the perfect, perfect way. And yeah, like my wife would even come home and be like, wow, you were busy today. And it's like, yes, I was, but it didn't feel like you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you tried to do six hours of work in a row and then, or play six hours of games in a row and then flip them and then try and do something afterwards, it wouldn't feel the same. So doing that little shish kebab of fun and specifically extra stuff, like little things you never get to in your normal routine, feels awesome. You know what? I think that's what I'm going to start with tomorrow for the actual work is cleaning my fridge. Like I have like biology in there. Oh yeah. I, I made falafels last night and I wanted to put this sauce on that I always put on when I make falafels. It expired in uh, March 27th of 2016. <laughs> oh, no. Still tasted fine, but... Yeah. <laughs> Did you use it? I didn't realize it expired until I had already ate my oh, stuff. Oh, really? I mean, it's one of those things. It's not even food anymore. It's just, like, chunks with color, you know? It's yeah. Like, it's not even... There's no food in there. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just every word on the ingredient starts with sodium or ends with extract. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that goes in my body. What I have kind of decided on... Uh, because you know, like you want to feel productive, but you also want your production to be like of your own making. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to be left to the list. I used to take, uh, days off to paint models and like, I would just put on documentaries or like old world war two movies and just paint models and you get like three done, but they'd be perfect. Mm -hmm. You were like, okay, I did something with my hands. It felt good. So I think, um, I'm going to spend the duration of tomorrow or the largest chunks of tomorrow writing. And if I get Friday off too, my, my goal here is I'm going to try and write 10,000 words in two days. Hmm. And I'm just going to try and like uh, quantity over quality. And I'm just going to try and get words done right. like that, right? Shit them out and clean them up later. Yeah, it's almost too like I was thinking about... Uh, uh, like after work today, I stopped and got some, uh, like a new kind of coffee just because it's a new kind of coffee. And I'm like, well, I'll Iced. no, like a fucking Jesus. I snuck that one in pretty Fuck. good. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good. Just cause it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I was thinking maybe I'll go to a bakery or something like that. Get some special treat for tomorrow. That, oh yeah. That's another thing to do. Yeah. Go out. Go out and get something that's off the beaten path. Yeah, you know? And, and you know what? Okay, A shit. day of writing. What the hell was I... Uh, I think I was talking about this with my wife. Oh, yeah, we were... So I go back to work in 12 days, but who's counting? Oh, shit, that's like the 12 days of Christmas, except you get stabbed in the dick at the end of it rather than getting to unwrap a present. But uh, <laughs> So and it's like my wife's gone back to work since the little guy came along uh, systematically like adding starting with two days at this many hours and then three days at this many hours then increasing the hours and then adding a day and for me it's just going to be here you go you got a week to get logged back onto the system and all your courses done and then you take the portfolio over again yeah so it's going to be like a trial by fire but uh um so we were planning our food like how are we going to cook because it's been nice while i've been off on parental leave i've been cooking everything and um making food for eddie and then making food for us yeah yeah so now it's gonna be a little different so what we decided to do was make not theme nights but like category nights so there's like pasta night but pasta could be anything it could be any type of pasta or soup and sandwich night but any type of soup or any type of sandwich right so then it's like even though you're eating the same thing all the time you can go and get different things within that category 
and sometimes doing stuff like that is fun like uh you know you go out and you like if, if you're a sandwich guy and you're always eating sandwiches you go out and you get like a different kind of cheese and that sometimes that's as simple as it needs to be to break the monotony of day to day right yeah 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 it's like oh, i'm gonna get some mozzarella with uh fucking little hot peppers in it or something and then all of a sudden it's like oh maybe life's all right you know <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all better now but uh, i like doing stuff like that that's how i always discovered new foods it was like i'll try something that's somewhat familiar and then in that category but different you know and then that's how you just branch out it's like little baby steps right every time you take another step further from the center you're that much closer to that weird wacky thing out in out in right field right and next thing you know, you're eating beef tongue tacos and you're enjoying the shit out of them. <laughs> I was going to say, the frequency of our experimentation might be different, but I understand what you're saying. I can't wait till they make it's like beef Instead of tacos. getting bologna, this time I'll get ham. Yeah. <laughs> instead of cutting, the, cutting it uh, horizontally, I'm going to cut it diagonally. Whoa, those are sharp corners for a sandwich, oh, bro. Oh, jeez. Um, so, uh... What else were we going to talk about? We we're going to talk about dressing ourselves. And let me start by saying, first of all, that we are naked right now. You know what? Somewhere along the line, like my kid right now is almost four, right? Mm -hmm. And he is 100% comfortable being naked. Hmm. 100%. He'll. I am too, but it's the people in public that see me that seem to have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, even... Uh, maybe it's just me. Fuck, I don't know. Like, he yeah. just... He could Let's, have clothes on or no clothes on at all, and yeah. there's zero difference. I think it's because he hasn't, like, developed sideburns that go all the way down to his ankles, and then Dude. people haven't gone, ew, to him yet. Dude. Once he gets his first, like, girl going, ew, to him, it'll all be... He'll yeah. be, like, yeah. wearing, like, the nun <laughs> regs, like, immediately. <laughs> okay, so... Are you wearing three pairs of socks? Uh, I'm ashamed. I just started to be able to articulate this thought. And I was talking to my wife about this. And I haven't even talked to you about this yet. So this is going to be a good one. Okay. I'm constantly reevaluating where I am, right? Like where my, where I am with our house and the, like, even if you want to extrapolate that further to the neighborhood, to the city and my job and my hobbies and my, there's just all of this, um, measuring happening mm -hmm. and so I started to like I'm actually thinking about this stuff now now it's not just this ambient thing I'm like actually spending time dedicated time just fucking hashing it out so I started to think about why am I concerned about where my house is why am I concerned about all these big overarching things then I started whittling down and it's like, okay, here's something I'm actually concerned about. But I, I, I think I figured it out. So I'm concerned about how many t-shirts I wear. Mm -hmm. In what way? That you I'm, own too many clothes or that you're wearing t-shirts versus wearing something different? That. Okay. okay. And I, the way that I was able to articulate this to my wife is I remember when I was in like my mid-20s. And I pivoted, and I pivoted away from skateboarding clothes. And it feels like there's some massive pivot coming, or a very slow and methodical pivot has started 
since like I started working out and since I had all these different things and I'm just gradually turning toward something and at the same time away from something else. Right. So it's like, for example, um, we went to this thing down at Dairy Delight where they had like all these superheroes and um, like Paw Patrol and all that kind of shit down oh, thanks there. Thanks for coming by my house. And uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was awesome. There's a billion kids there. And it was just a shit show, and it was awesome. All the characters were, like, in character. Right. So, anyways, there's this dude there. And from the ground up, I think I might have explained this to you already, but he had, like, combat, legit-ass, like, L.A. police gear combat boots on, followed by, like, you know, tan or OD um, cargo pants and a belt with a fucking like fatigues he's wearing fatigues and he's got like pouches on his belt and you can see the two glaring pocket knives sticking out and then he's got this like satchel that's all mollied up with like glow sticks and shit on it no kids no wife he's just standing there and he's like kind of like surveilling and he's like I am the sheepdog I'm waiting and it's like I used to be that guy Mm -hmm. I used to be that guy and now did that look silly to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, not even not even that, but I've been feeling this way for a while. Like, for example, at work, I wear, every single day, I wear a pair of 5'11 strike pants and my work shirt. And, like, uh, right now I have a pair of Merrill shoes. And I've always worn, once I got away from skate shoes, I started wearing Merrills. Or, like, some sort of trail runner kind of comfy shoe. Yeah. You know? For some reason, okay, and... Okay, and this is another thing that happened. When I was dropping off my suit from my brother's wedding, I saw a uh, like a sport jacket, right? And I was like, that's the first fucking piece of article of clothing I've looked at in like 10 years. Yeah. Where I was like, I really like that. I, I would actually buy that if it didn't cost $7 billion. Right. I would buy that jacket and wear the shit out of it. And then I said something to the effect of, that would look really stupid with my 5'11 fucking combat pants. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, ah, subliminally, way down in there, I'm tired of wearing 5'11 pants and t-shirts that are glaringly gun culture and glaringly, like, you know, always be ready and... I got one. I really like the shirt. I love this shirt. It has a Canadian flag patch on the left-hand sleeve, which is so fucking tactical. <laughs> and it says, uh, eat, sleep, train, shoot. No, it says, uh, eat, train, shoot, repeat. Right? I have something like that, but it says, eat, poop, sleep, and eat again. I like that shirt, but I also fucking hate it. I think it sounds like I can't do a Dr. Phil voice, so just change your ears to Dr. Phil mode. Got it. Uh, it in. sounds like that's pretty close. You guys almost had it. Um, it sounds like you, as you've been describing, wear clothes that confirm what team you're on. You know, like what? when you were a skater. Yeah. Of course, you you were wearing a uniform. You were wearing a skater uniform. When you were a biker, you wore the biker uniform. When you're at work, you're wearing your work uniform. Yeah. And when you're 
civilian sheepdogging, you're wearing the CSD uniform. And then so you're wearing an Under Armour shirt right now. You're wearing the fitness uniform. Yeah, I'm going to go for a run after this, though. Of course. My, but you wouldn't run in your tactical shirt because it's not a running shirt. It's funny. My jets coach has this phrase. He says, uh, we're all just cosplaying our roles in life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're all just cosplaying. But it's it's this thing where it's not only that, like, I can feel myself pivoting, mm-hmm. right, to, like, Here's some some um, phrases that I would throw at this conversation because sure. I don't feel like I'm well-dressed. And for the first time in my life, the way I feel about the way I'm dressed mm-hmm. is, impacting, is impacting me. Okay. The first time ever. And that I, I feel silly when I feel like that because I've never given a shit because it makes you wonder it makes you wonder why it matters to you does yeah, it matter that's it why the fuck do i care whether or not like you know i'll go to do uh, i do presentations for work and shit like i'll go do um like talks for businesses on internet security right yeah and it's not like i'm dressed to the nines mm-hmm. like i got a collared shirt and jeans on but i feel better and what the fuck is going on with that? It's it's funny because I, I I mean I used to work in a suit store and then now I work in um, a setting that requires me to wear a shirt and tie. I remember when you used to let me just come in and try on like yeah. three thousand dollar suits, yeah. dude. Actually, just for like <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I have suits in my closet that I wore like last time I was the size you are. It's probably like ten years ago, but I have like expensive suits um, that I wore for work that I only ever walked around the store in that you should come try on because they're baller-ass suits that I'll never fucking fit into ever again. But yes. um, it's I, I've thought about it because like, I, re- I remember in high school, it's funny because I was, I was talking about how back in high school, being cool really mattered, even though what was cool then isn't cool anymore okay. and probably wasn't cool back then either. Yeah, definitely not. But everyone was really committed to the bit. You know, everyone was really committed to it. Yeah. They changed their phrasings to sound like what the it's almost like how if you describe like the stock market where the stock market the price of a company is the overarching sentiment of that company yeah based on all available information so it's you can almost describe coolness that way too because um different schools would have different levels of coolness or different things that were cool so when people were wearing those puka shell necklaces that came back Everyone was wearing them. Yeah. And then when, you know, all of a sudden having like dyed blonde hair, bleach blonde hair. I had bleach blonde hair for a while. And all of a sudden, like, it would be like one week no one had it. And next week, 97 people had it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, I I have to go for a certain look. And then I have to commit to my look because how I look defines who I am, right? And then as I've gotten older, I absolutely flipped the script on that. Like, there's times when, I mean, I don't. I have, like, my clothes aren't in disrepair or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But it used to be where I'd be like, well, no, this shirt doesn't go with those shorts. And now it's like, are they both clean and do I not look, like, stupid? Okay, that's fine. Like, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. worry about, um, uh, not triage, curating my outfits anymore. Yeah, yeah. But uh, after discussing with you briefly this concept, it's like, man, I, I used to really like, back when I worked at the suit store and I had gotten sick, so I was skinny because, like, Cool clothes don't look cool when you're, like, pudgy as fuck, right? Like, it's like, 
I've I've prevented myself from going and getting real classy looking shit because when you have to get like a 18 regular or a double XL whatever it, it doesn't fit properly so it's like and, and for me anyway you know how you say you feel silly mm-hmm. and people will say oh no you look great in that but I look at it and it looks too boxy and like it looks silly because you don't want to wear anything tight because then your titties hang out and then you know but then that means that everything <laughs> is word. shaped like a like a safety shovel you know what I mean so yeah. back when I was skinny well because I was fucking sick um I was able to wear all like the 15s you know like I'll, I'll never put a 15 on again but I was wearing like 15 shirts and then the smaller medium hoodies and I had this look that whether it looked cool or not I thought was badass but I had like a real nice pair of jeans on the shirt and tie that I'd wear to work when I worked at the suit store and like a plain not like Zoo York or blah, 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 written all over it with like decals and shit on it. Zip up hoodie. And I used to get compliments all the time on how well I dressed. Because I guess because I, I was a younger, like not quite, maybe mid-teens, right? So I used to always get compliments on how I dressed. And now I can't pull it off anymore. But I'd like to get like that again. But funnily enough, walking around the mall today, it's like, what if I was wearing real, we'll, ju- we'll use the blanket term nice. You know, I was wearing yeah. a real nice outfit. That either, to be defined as nice, someone has to define it as nice, whether that's you or the people who see you in it. Yeah. So if I'm wearing nice clothes that I don't think are nice, but everybody else does, why the fuck bother? And if I'm wearing nice clothes that I think are nice or that are like classy or whatever adjective I'm going for and nobody notices or nobody cares, again, why bother? You know, unless you feel better. Yeah, like that's where or it you would. feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why that's why night. Because when I say nice clothes, you typically think like a dress shirt or a sport jacket, like you mentioned, or dress pants or some nice shoes and stuff like that. But if I was wearing like that outfit walking around the mall today, I'd stick out like a sore thumb, and I wouldn't look better because of it. I'd almost look worse because of it, right? So it makes me mm. wonder what defines being nicely dressed or dressing nicely, you know? I would say it's 50-50, right? Well, it's, it's weighted more towards you. Of course. Than it is towards because anybody it, else because, because fuck it's completely else. it's completely subjective too, right? Because it but, has to be that way, right? It has yeah. to. Because otherwise you're doing the high school thing again. Exactly. Absolutely. Right? But like, the be- okay, the best way I can describe it to you is I feel, I don't feel, hmm, I don't feel very dad-like. I still feel very mid-twenties-like. I don't know if that makes sense to you. That's just the way yeah. I can articulate it, I you, suppose. You feel like you should feel, uh, maybe this is too strong in that direction, but more refined? Sure, more put together. Mm-hmm. More put together than jeans I wore yesterday and a t-shirt that is just thrown into my fucking dresser. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean... And it depends what you're doing, too. Right, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because... I, I mean, I used to... This is one of the things fucking guys never talk about. You understand? Like, this is one of the things. Yeah. That, like, you Because we're scraping the bottom of the barrel of ideas. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, we... I mean, there were people in high school... Again, it, it, it's hard to look at it through these lenses because in high school, everybody's an idiot, right? But um, people who would, who would dress really dapper, like, they'd come to school with a bow tie on. Yeah. It's like, you look like a fucking moron. Like sure. That, right? Yeah, out of place. But if they felt awesome then fucking do it you know like it's it's real tough it's real subjective because if if you're wearing the clothes because you're trying to one of two things impress somebody else 
or impress that you are somebody else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you put the power tie on and every because you are intentionally trying to get people to be like, well, look at that fucking guy, but he's really important, you know? Yeah. Then, I mean, A, do whatever you want, but I would say then that's, there's no point in doing either of those two things. Because if you're trying to impress people that shouldn't matter to you, um, or if you're trying to make yourself look better than you are, or cooler than you are, based solely on what you're wearing, then, I don't know, to me that's a waste of money. Well, you're, that's or a waste of effort, anyway. Back in my skater days, I would call that person a poser. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, because I don't know. I don't, I don't look at, um, I mean, I, I, I check people's clothing out all the time because, like, sometimes you'll catch somebody walking by and they're wearing, like, a, a nice outfit that may not work for you. You're like, damn, that person's pretty well put together. And then, but it's not like you're like, oh, wow, I should, you know, buy that person behind me a coffee because their tie is so powerful or, like, things like that. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know. It's, it's funny, though, because you, you see people who put off that air. Maybe not so much oh, yeah. in Brantford, but there's that's weird, no, man. No, you do though, man. Sometimes, oh, sometimes in Brantford, but that's the thing too. Is like if you're wearing comfy clothing, then yeah, you might, or, or you know, sometimes you know, sometimes you just you, you just you did it right and you just look good. Yeah, you're like I fucking look great today, <laughs> and you know, and then you kind of walk like there's theme music playing, but it's only in your head. Yeah, you know, and then you might put on an air of a little bit of arrogance or something like that. It's tough because I'm trying to define it for myself. Like, oh, what would my what would my style be defined as right now versus what w- if I could pick a style, what would it be? And yeah. I don't think I could answer either one of those questions, really. Like that's not, it's not like I want to pick a lane either, right? Like it's yeah. not like I want to drive into a certain lane. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you could envision you walk into a closet, you open it up and you look inside it and you're happy with what you see, what do you see? Uh clothes on hangers first of all. <laughs> well, I mean first of all like dude I went through when I lost a whole bunch of weight I used it as an excuse to purge oh yeah so my entire wardrobe is two shelves in our dresser mm-hmm. everything I own right so that's including all my pants my two pairs of shorts all my shirts yeah with the exception of my hoodies right I have like four or five hoodies that are all DB hoodies yeah you know but like I don't, I don't know. Okay, here's the other example I had for you. Um, when there was people filtering through uh, my neighbor's house, uh, my wife was doing the full-on, like, like eyeballing through the yeah. shutters, just trying to, like, see what was going on, right? Right. And you have... I don't mean this to be an offensive kind of... Um, Someone will take offense. ...description, but this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about, right? Uh, the guy who has pants on that are way too fucking big mm-hmm. right and like he's he can't take three steps without pulling his he's pants like up. 35 yeah and he's holding his crotch up like a fucking 12 year old yeah i mean there's like a monster energy drink jersey on the visible gold chain and a hat on the back of his fucking head i'm like dude it seems to, okay it's and, fine and, when you're 20 and you don't know any better and take for example like i would say a third of my investment into musical selection is jazz standards, right? So I'm looking at more dudes that are well put together in general than I would be if I wasn't into old classic jazz, Mm -hmm. right? 
So I also get that about myself, that I romanticize the 30s, 40s, and 50s for... Dapperness. Yeah, for the style, for the uh, media, and the rest of it, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, that... When I say, like, well put together, it's almost like capital WPT. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, well-fitted stuff... I think, is, I think your clothes should fit you properly, regardless. And they shouldn't have, like, condiment stains on them. Like, I still, I fucking still have, like... Granted, I don't really wear it out and about. I'm just, I'm, tr- I'm processing it all, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, m- one of my main problems is T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that. Right. And I guess to full circle come back to it, I don't know why. It's like, dude, in the past two months... I just I'm fucking I'm fed up with t-shirts. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to fucking wear t-shirts out. I don't want to cuz it's almost like for every 10 31-year-old guys that are out there there's it, Not, it nine come, more t-shirts. It comes back to the whole thing I've talked to you about how I feel like men aren't practicing masculinity anymore. And I feel like... What if get an Affliction t-shirt? Boom. Is there nothing more oh, masculine fuck. than that? You know what I'm saying, though? Get a barbed wire tattoo on your forearm. I'm close. I probably have barbed wire on me somewhere. <laughs> you I just don't remember. <laughs> it, it might be on my back. I never get a good look back there. <laughs> it, um, it goes back to that. It goes back to something that I feel mm-hmm. has been lost through the last, like, two generations about how the fuck a man is supposed to like present himself, right? So that like there's like you have a how do you pronounce the word gravitas, gravitas or something like that. Mm-hmm. You have like okay, gravitas. I think it's gravitas. The opposite of what the guy in line behind you with the power tie. What do you call that? I think power tie. What does that mean? I don't know. I only know how to use it in context, so I can't define it. Okay, so the guy. I guess a tie that makes you look like your balls are bigger than they are, or something like that. The guy that. with the Trump tie on behind you. <laughs> It's the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the way my fucking grandpa used to hold himself. You know, like, he'd, he'd go... It's, it's not necessarily... Dude, when I was walking to the fucking uh, armories in Hamilton, whole recruitment process or whatever, I stopped this fucking old guy in his tracks. Because he was going past me. was not, like, dressed up to the nines. He's just put together. And it's like, hello, sir, how you doing? It's like, pretty good, young man. How are you? It's like pretty good nice day like i just dude you have to acknowledge that like you're the way a fucking man's supposed to be walking around yeah see it and this is why i'm a useless i'm both see i'm very it's an up and down thing right? i'm very uh multifaceted in this regard because i'm both very useless to talk to you about this stuff with and i'm also the perfect person to talk to you about this because i'm arguing with myself about how i want to argue with the point you just made because i feel <laughs> at the same time that it it shouldn't matter but then I also, at the same time, I understand why it does. It like, fucking should. Because it's one a of A little bit anyway. Here's the thing. If, if, I, if I'm walking through a grocery store at 8.30 at night, and I'm wearing flip-flops and uh, track pants and a T-shirt that's two sizes too big, yep. and you don't like it, go finger blast yourself. I, I agree. But, and that's where I'm conflicted, right? But at the same time, if I'm walking around like that, I can understand why people would be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy here with the flip-flops and the track pants? And the t-? You know, but at the same time, too, to add another aspect into that, 
maybe don't go to a job interview like that. If you're that is a perfect. It's eight thirty at night on a Sunday, and you're going to grab sure. chicken fingers from the grocery yeah, store yeah, outfit. Yeah, fuck it, right? But if you're walking around downtown, mm-hmm. even well, downtown Brantford, I was gonna say our downtown, it probably would be a perfectly fine outfit. On a Wednesday afternoon at two thirty in the afternoon, yeah. you should be fucking put together. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I reserve the right to, and I don't mean like put together could be just a nice t-shirt and a pair of jeans look looking like you belong you don't belong indoors like you like give that. a shit that, well that's exactly it because it's one of those things where it sounds like oh we're being super that's judgmental it, but at the same time like, isn't it one of the worst things you can do about somebody is have absolutely zero expectations of them that's I just figured it out okay I'm just starting to give a shit whereas damn it I went the other way my I'm just starting to like the, the pivot is happening in a direction where it's like it matters whether or not I just let a fucking Bushman beard go for five fucking weeks. You know what my wife and I have always said to each other? Do you hate each other? No, surprisingly. <laughs> Married long enough that that would be an appropriate joke. But um, we've always like it's always been this thing to be like or it's maybe not discussed but known or otherwise practiced mm-hmm. that it's important for you to be attractive for your wife or for your husband you're getting a, a solid head nod from behind you right there you know because the idea is that 8 30 at night on a friday night or whenever the fuck you're going to the grocery store for chicken fingers fuck it because mm-hmm. you're going to be in and out of there. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you should walk out the door in the morning fucking put together. Yeah. With not a chip on your shoulder, but just, like... Yeah, that's the thing. You don't earn any... I mean... You should just you, know what the fuck's going you on. Earn it, you earn internal brownie points. Because, yeah, man, like, you know... I feel like people don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which I both respect and at the same time kind of wince at a little bit. Because there's, the there's, sun's going to explode. So it doesn't matter if you... There's an appropriate level... What a strange thing, eh? Yeah, I mean, there's an appropriate level of give a shit that I think everyone should have in everything they do. You know, like, if you're making egg salad sandwiches at the grocery store for a living and then that you fucking hate that job, and it's like, okay, well, don't make shitty egg salad sandwiches. Go find something else to do, you know what I mean? Because while you're doing that, I mean, I want to go buy my egg salad sandwiches when they're, like, the person who made them gave a shit. You know, I don't, I don't want that to be, like, I don't need something to be the Van Gogh of egg salad sandwiches. But, like, give a little bit of a shit. And then when it comes to your own your own style or your own dress or something like that, it's like, yeah, you know what? If you feel – I wear flip-flops all the time. And then people make fun of me for it sometimes. And it's like I, I say I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, too, if you're going to get chicken fingers from the grocery store at 830 at night and you're wearing a Manolo Blahnik suit or something like that, then you don't get any points for that, you know? But if it makes you yeah. feel good and you enjoy it and you're doing it strictly and solely for you, then fucking A plus all the power to you for that. I don't know. It's just it's a back and forth thing eh? because I'm, I'm just going through it in my brain. I'm like, I know I feel both like I'm being a total dick and also being a total wuss at the same time. Because I, I work with or I work for some doctors who do the power tie thing. Yeah. Right? And the chest all pops out and shit. And it's almost like the accessory slot in an RPG where it feels like it gives them like specific stat boosts or something you know, like it that. Just, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about... I don't... It's like... You see... Okay, it's even more noticeable to me uh, with like a 40, 50-year-old man mm-hmm. that like by that age, you should be fucking lined up. 
mm-hmm. and in my opinion. Yeah. And I do, I reserve, if you look like a fucking crumb bum, I reserve the right to judge you as such. Or, well, because that's the, see, the perfect word I'm looking for that I think kind of, at least at the moment, describes what I'm trying to convey is, in, is the air. Yeah, Where right? It's, like, it's not you just know what's just, going on. Exactly. It's not just your hair. It's not just your clothes. It's not just your attitude or just your expression or the way you talk or what you say. Your air is kind of that everything. Because if you're dressed to the nines and you act like a dickhole, um, the, it, the, your air is negative that you put off. And if, yeah, if you're wearing what I'm wearing right now and you're a nice person and you're kind to people, then you're putting off a good air. But I get why people, because when people judge, not judge you, but like assess you before they talk to you, there's a whole bunch of nuances that are strictly nonverbal or at least non-interactive. You know, it's like when you see somebody who has ketchup stains all over their shirt or something like that. Sure. You're going to be like probably less likely to talk to that person or to think highly of that person because of that. So it's not it's not the label, it's not the outfit, it's the whatever, but it's part of your air, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, if you're going for a job interview, if you're going into buy a vehicle and you're you know, still wearing pajama pants or something like that, the people may not take you as seriously. But you don't win any points if you walk in in a tuxedo to Subway or something like that, you yeah. know? I don't know. I feel, I, I, I feel like I'm having a, I'm not really representing my thoughts very well, but because it, it is so hard to, it, it's more of a feeling than it is a saying thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you see somebody and you make that instant lizard brain assessment, you're not just looking at three or four things. You're looking at everything. Yeah. Both physical, uh, tangible and intangible. And those intangible pieces gather some of their resources from those tangible pieces. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a weird thing, man. That Like if somebody had a shirt on that said, I hate chubby podcasters or something like that, <laughs> probably might walk a little bit on the other side of that guy and try not to make any eye contact. But if somebody had a shirt on that said, I absolutely love chubby podcasters, I'd be like, what's up, bro? You know, like yeah. it, it changed the way you interact with that person, even though it doesn't change the person. I feel like we need Robbie's opinion mm. on this. I feel like Robbie would be able to button this up pretty well. It's not the t-shirt. The t-shirt's the metaphor. The t-shirt's the metaphor. The t-shirt is the, um, the artifact. You yeah. Know? And it's like, that's the point that that's the pivot point for me and i'm i'm really there but the, the thing is though is like i i don't know if i go through my clothes i basically have um because that's the thing is that we're talking about clothes even though we're not talking about clothes yeah you know what totally because I mean? totally. our entire words coming out of our mouth are all related to articles of clothing but i think the idea at hand is more than that it's more about that air that you put off yeah but, um, you know, if you, if you look at, the thing is, too, is that if you're always used to dressing a certain way, you go to the same stores and you look for the same stuff. Like, because if you shop like a guy, um, you walk in and you don't even look at the other shit. You go right <laughs> to the rack. You always get the stuff. You buy the three things. Do you want to try those on? No, I'm good. I know they fit because yeah. I already own three of them, you know. But I, I look at, like, my polo shirts or my T-shirts, 
And in the genre of both those shirts, like I've got t-shirts that are nothing like my other t-shirts, but they're still t-shirts. So that's the thing. It's like maybe you just got to find the right, the right t-shirt. Could be. Because you don't want to be walking around like an asshole in a dress shirt and tie when it's 448 degrees in this store like it is right now. I think it also has something to do with like touching back on that whole thing about how I kind of feel like men have lost a degree of free form masculinity. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I know that men aren't growing up the way that they used to. Right. And that's a huge, like growing up could be our next podcast topic. That'd be a good, yeah. You know, because it's like, I don't want to be the type of grown up that my grandpa was. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I want to still be able to chase the kids around in Brant Park in the pool because there was a bunch of grown ups there when I was doing that that felt it was improper. That, or they just didn't even think to do it. Yeah, they were just fucking too grown up. Mm-hmm. You know that like weird spectrum. So it's almost like the pivot point that I'm like kind of, or the it, that might be the fulcrum. You know, is growing yeah. up, and it's like, well, I want to teeter-totter between still playing the division but uh, you can't wear a tie and play the division bro I probably could <laughs> I mean my character in PUBG has a tie on there you go it's a red tie too it's a power tie there you go. yeah hey it's tough it's tough because it, it's funny what I get from you when I hear you say that kind of stuff is that I feel almost like um, it's almost like you're looking for another uniform to wear you know and this uniform has to fit the um corporation of that men being masculine thing so it could be it's almost like i expect you to start dressing like a formal jocko willink soon you know what i mean where all of a sudden you're going to see bill bill's going to come in wearing something totally different than bill's ever worn in his life and it's almost as if by putting those clothes on it's an outward statement i'm i am i'm willing to accept that Mm -hmm. as a good degree of yeah of what I'm thinking, like it, honestly, right? Well, yeah, because that's what's that's what's interesting to me is why, um, if I've assessed it correctly, is that the case? Like, why? I don't know, and that's that's yeah. the crux of the question that uh, I'm asking. Yeah, because that's because I mean I I can't I don't know where that would come from. And I mean, I'd be interested to know where that comes from. Like in the state, I was just uh, my wife and I were batting around these like. Um, moonshot ideas right yeah and we we're saying um wouldn't it be crazy to like live in ireland wouldn't it wouldn't it be crazy irish to, people like, don't think it is but like wouldn't it be crazy to go live in downtown guelph and sell both of our vehicles and walk everywhere again yeah and we're like because you're shaking up what you're yeah why your though why and i grass think, is always greener i think it's part of that i think it's part of just um that comfortable complacency mm-hmm. I think there's not a whole heck of a lot of real challenge I think part of it too like what uh, I can't remember exactly what you were saying earlier but um, I you, so like I'm not sure if it's my house I'm not sure if it's my job or where I live like the city or the things like that yeah um, maybe it's because you're aware that because you live a life where things meaning anything but things are very easy and very accessible yep that if you're not if you're satisfied 
or by being satisfied with where you are right now, you feel as though you don't need anything else. So it's almost like taking another step within that realm of, I have everything I need, so everything I have right now is awesome. And then there's almost like an air of uncomfortableness with that because it's like, well, no, there's better things out there. I, th what I have right now, can't. this can't be the best it'll ever be. There has to be better shit out there than what I have right now. It has to be. So then all of a sudden, you just look at things that are different as better because they're different. That's what I was... Uh, the way that I explained that idea was by saying it's not that I hate my house because no. I, I don't. It's not that I hate... Is this the best house I could live in right now? It's not even about the best. Mm -hmm. It's just if I live here for 28 years, I'll never know what those 28 other houses were like. That's right. I'll never know. If I live in Brantford forever, I'll never know what it was like to live in Guelph. Right. And that's super uncomfortable for me. You know what uh, kind of helps me deal with that? Accepting that most, most big towns, unless... We were talking about this before, because you know, we were both contemplating moving. And then the idea is, well, if I'm going to move from Brantford to Hamilton, or from Hamilton to London, or London to Simcoe, or Simcoe to North Bay, for the most part, there's going to be RBCs there. There's going to be Petro-Canada's and Subways there. So it's like, it's going to be, it would be easy to feel like it's the same. Unless you move somewhere that's topographically, environmentally, or culturally different. And that's, that right there is a major part of my problem. Because if you move to Sweden, you well, know, dude, it's culturally, topographically, and environmentally different than anywhere in southwestern Ontario is. Dude, when I came back here from Newfoundland, mm -hmm. Like, that's what we keep going back to is Newfoundland had its own distinct culture. Right. And there was distinctly Newfie stuff there. Mm -hmm. And, and you're close to the water, which you're, I mean, we have a river in town, but it's like, you're not close to the ocean. Nope. You ain't going to get that in Guelph. Yeah. You're not going to get it in Peterborough. You're not going to get it in. That's what I was saying to you, you though. Know. It's like, if you move, if you move to Peterborough, why, why move to Peterborough? I know. Right. It like this. But you know, then you know you'd have to move. You'd have to move to Uzbekistan, or you'd have to move to England, or you'd have to move to Bogota. You know, or you'd have to move to Salt Lake City or something like that. You know, you'd have to move to somewhere that is different for it to be different. Or, or the flip side of that, which I also agree with, you stay where you are, you keep doing what you're doing, but you live differently. You know, you find. A, either in town or nearby a new restaurant you've never been to or you go into a small business that you've never been into you know you start living because it's like oh wouldn't it be cool if we moved to Guelph and we sold both our cars and we just walked around and there's like there's all these cool little shops that we could go into it's like we never go into cool little shops in Brantford there's cool little shops in Brantford so you could mm. you could live that oh wouldn't it be neat if life here now, once you've done that, if you don't feel any different or nothing's changed and that itch hasn't been scratched, now you have more data that you can use to make your decision, right? Because if you're going to go and live, if you're not going to break out of your routine here and you're going to go move somewhere else and break out of the routine and start living differently, maybe you can do the second half without needing to do the first half. 
Maybe you shop at Goodness Me instead of Zayers. Maybe you go to the new olive oil store that opened up in town. Maybe you get a new fence for your fucking backyard. You, you know, know what? Uh, without embellishing, that could be uh, the most critically good piece of advice you've ever given me. On this podcast or not, like that is sincerely... My son. Because that's... Dude. Okay, because I'm going to go for a run after this. And normally, like I listen to like banging Rick Ross or something like that. <laughs> no music tonight. Tonight, I'm just going to be thinking. Dude. Just, <laughs> just straight. You'll hear the gears as I go by. Go to... I'm going to wake my wife up when I go home and be like, Honey, 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 hey, wake up. Listen, we just have to do it all differently. We'll just stay here, but we'll do everything differently. Have you ever gone to, <laughs> on Highway 24, out just outside of town, have you ever been to Sam's place? Don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, see? That's, a, that's my point. Have you ever um, gone to the olive oil store in town? I'm running out of examples. Is that, that's the one that is on uh, King George and twi- or 24 and yeah, Powerline? Yeah, right, yeah. I just saw that the other day, and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, it's badass. It's, it's super good. But that's the thing. Is like they're, it's like we've been saying since like our first five episodes is that there are, people always complain that there's nothing to do in Brantford. There's tons of shit to do in Brantford. I know, but I'm just like fucking everybody else. I don't listen to my own advice. It's, I'll tell you to go somewhere yeah. else. But like <laughs> it's hard because that's the thing. I, I, I always deal. I have this weird, believe it or not, I have two forces inside of me that are always in constant combat with each other. Whenever I'm going to do something... I always can't wait to come home and complain about being bored. No shit. Because it's like the idea, I'm always bitching that I'm bored, but then the idea of going to do things is always so inconvenient, you know? I'm going to text my wife to stay up. I hope you don't mind that I'm texting while you're... That's fine. I'm going to tell her to stay up. I have critical information for you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like, don't worry. Wyatt figured it all out. It, it doesn't mean it's going to work, but at least what it does... It's kind of like if you go... You know, you go to the doctor because, man, I've got this neck pain. It's crazy. And they give you a couple stretches to do. And then you come back like two months later. Like, yeah, fuck. My neck's still not even better. Did you do any of the stretches? Well, well, no. But it's like, well, then can you, can you like try something different? Like give me something different? If, if you're feeling bored or stir crazy or you've gotten too complacent with your routine, dude, shake, shake up your routine. It, shake, moving to Guelph and selling your cars would shake up the routine but i don't yeah. think you need to do that no yet. it's it's so fucking true and almost self-evident part of it's like i'll complain about um we're gonna go out for supper and so where like, do you want to go dude this happened on the weekend on the weekend we we're like okay we're gonna go out for supper and then we do the typical husband wife thing can't pick so there's like a rule right i pick three places you eliminate two of them oh that's a good i we need to do that Right, you know what? And then you end up going to Everest, and dude, because you know Everest is good. Yeah, and we're like, I was like, okay, you want a burger, so let's go to Two Rivers in Paris, Sammy's in Brantford, or the Works in Brantford. Yeah. And as I finished saying that, I was like, I don't want to fucking go to any of those places. But I also don't want to sit here and decide any longer. You know, it's just you're so that's. It's like when you watch Netflix and you sit there and you're like, man, I could watch literally anything, but why don't I watch Portlandia for the 45th time? Because I know I like Portlandia, which isn't on Netflix anymore. I'm very upset by that. But, um, dude, it's, you, need to be, you need to be accepting that if you choose a place outside of those three standbys, that you could be disappointed. You could go to a place that's like, man, this would be really good. And it's not. That's, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because the other th- fuck me. 
that's a legitimate fear. It is. And nobody, like, I've never heard it articulated like that. And it's a fear for two reasons. One, because if you're the asshole who picked the place that wasn't good when the other person wanted to just go to Everest again. But you know how Everest became your standby? Because I went there with you and Robbie one time. Yeah, and you were like, I'm not eating any of this stuff. And we made you eat it. And now you go there. Granted, you get the same thing every time. But that same thing that's your go-to now was a fuck you wide. I'm not putting that in my body. 18 months ago. So you you go and you look for a place. Like, I'm always trying to find a new place. Like Nations is my jam. Like going to Nations in uh, Jackson Square because all the ingredients you can get there. And it's like, here's a fruit I've never seen before. I'm going to buy it and take it home. You know, and sometimes it's amazing. And then the next thing you know, I'm eating dragon fruit, dragon fruit or something <laughs> all the time. Or it's like, wow, that smells like cat piss. And I'm not putting that in my body. But at least now, you know, right? Yeah. Because sometimes the only room you have in your routine for excitement is trying a fruit you've never tried before, you know, and other times you get to go on vacation for a week. And other times you get to have your buddy from Indiana come stay with you. And other weeks, maybe you'll get a, sam- a different item off the menu from Pita Plus this week. You know what I mean? Like, you'll, if you're always trying to find something new to do, it doesn't have to be grandiose. Just try something different, right? I'm putting a kibosh on this motherfucker. I got to go for a run. I got to call my wife. I got to go for a run. I got to figure out what I'm doing with my life. I anticipate doing that before I play PUBG with Curly tonight. Deal. And then let me know what you're wearing and what you're eating on Friday night. (laughs) Still going to go hit up the thrift store tomorrow. Are you going to pop some tags? No. Bill's gonna. Uh, so also, uh, remember I showed you a song from this guy Odyssey. Man, he's, he's got a new album out called The Good Fight. Back to back, every single track on that album, I'm like, I completely agree with what you're saying. Why does life feel like an educated guess? Odyssey, my son. You know what? I wish I could even pretend rap so then I could like tell you to go try a different restaurant or something. But in rhyme form. You gotta go this how figure much? out what you want. Go wear a different shirt or eat at a different restaurant. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I'd throw the mic down, but it's yours and I don't want to break it. This is uh, how much I like this guy. I actually looked up to see if he's coming to Toronto. Because I was is like, he? I'd actually go to a rap show. And I don't even know how to act at a rap show. <laughs> like, or like what it looks like at a rap show. You know what I mean? Like yes. a rock show, been to a million. Rap show, I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> and so, uh, my goodness. Anyways. God damn, that's a good one. Give me a high five, brother. Oh, shit. You're welcome. I've changed your life for the fifth time on the show. Once every 30 episodes. All right. Tie it off again next week, and we'll talk about some more shit. Growing up. You want to do growing up next week? Let's do growing up next week. All right.